fellas. When was the last time you felt yourself down there? No, not like that. I mean really felt yourself. Did you know that one man every hour of every day is diagnosed with testicular cancer? It's the leading cancer in men aged 15 to 35. That's why, as part of Testicular Cancer Awareness Month, we're encouraging all of our male listeners to check their balls. Don't worry if you've never touched them that way before. It takes 60 seconds and you could do it in the shower. For more information, head to manscaped.com, click on the cause tab and check out the advice in partnership with the Testicular Cancer Society. If you fancy treating your nads to something special while you're there, head to the store where you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code MOP20. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code MOP20. With collaborations and support from the Manscaped community, we can increase social awareness, raise much-needed funds for cancer research, and provide the right support to save lives and balls. Welcome to another episode of the Miles Offside Podcast, where we talk a little bit of football and a whole lot of nonsense. My name is Oscar Puente, also known as Footy From Afar, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Mr. FPL Champion Chuck Bailey and Super Producer Ian Stimson. What's up, boys? How's it going? I don't feel like an FPL Champion. (laughs) (laughs) Bad week to use that one? Bad two weeks, bad four weeks, bad month. I think I'm just going to quit, guys. I think it's... um... I've had enough. You should have retired after that 100-point week, no no chips. No chips, no chips, no dip. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's broken. Well, it was just that we celebrated getting things right, and then Man United decided to very much prove <laughs> us wrong. Or rather, Southampton decided to prove us wrong. I'm not really sure who to blame yeah. in this scenario right now. <laughs> Welcome to Bad Take City. Yay! Uh, I, I kind of stand by my takes. One, one result notwithstanding. So Chuck is sad. FPL is sad. Ian, how about you? Uh, how are things on Posh Island? Let's see if you're sad as well. No, I'm fine. Um, who did we beat? Crew Alexandra, I think, 2-0, the one they won. Another one that's got a weird name. Alexandra, who was she? Write, write in if you've got more information. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we need more more Hotspurs <laughs> and more Alexandras. Yeah. yeah, she's not missing. She's dead. <laughs> but um, anyway. That took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, holding firm, which as we've discussed at my age is a blessing. Uh, but I've got nothing more to say than that, really. We'll we'll posh it up at some point and uh, manage to lose to someone horribly low down in League One, as we always do. And then we'll beat Sunderland, which no one expects. But there you go. Uh, but, no, we all expect you to beat Sunderland. I'll do it. I'm, I'm still I've still not adjusted where Sunderland are in my head. I don't know. Wherever they are, lower. <laughs> okay. Understood. Well, uh, checking in on the stats, five thirty eight has you guys at forty nine percent to make the playoffs. So an even coin flip. Only forty nine. I wonder if that, I wonder if that's to make the playoff final or whether it's to just make no, the just playoffs. to make the promotion playoffs. That seems ridiculous. Okay, it's because there's still probably a billion games left. Yeah, there's a lot of games left, and there's a four way tie basically at fifty percent. Yeah, and you always fuck it. It's you guys, Portsmouth, Lincoln, and Sunderland are all are all between forty seven and fifty percent to make the playoffs. Right. Okay. And then thirty four percent to get promoted. 
So that's not bad, actually. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's been Peterborough Hour. That's <laughs> 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 what most anyone wants. It's fine. Yeah. That's what the that's what the people are here to listen to is us talk about uh, League One team. <laughs> yeah, why do we kick off with Peterborough? That's such a bad decision. <laughs> well, I, you know, I made it once, and and so now we're here. Isn't that very English? Is to like make a bad decision once, and now we're stuck with it forever. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. It's tradition, Ian. It's how we do things around. <laughs> oh here. well, I'm all all for it then. Look, I'm just saying we voted for it. All right, get over it. <laughs> posh first means posh first. I fucking didn't. I'm just like to put that out there. I voted for none of this. Check the fucking receipts. Read the standing orders. Read them. Understand, understand them. them. <laughs> you have no, you have no authority here, Oscar Puente. Oscar, you need to um, look. You will love it just because it's the most British thing ever. It's a, a a video of a Zoom call or whatever for a parish local council meeting went viral this week. Is that like a town hall? Yeah, Basically, sort of yeah. like like a church a church council thing and. Um, Oh, it's so it's so good, and yeah, the the, the basically just grown grown ups shouting at each other over a Zoom call. <laughs> Jackie Weaver, <laughs> and you have no authority here, Jackie Weaver. <laughs> it's yeah, you'll love it, Oscar. It's the most British thing ever. I'll look it up. She's kicked him out. She's, ki- she's kicked him out. <laughs> I'm vice chair. <laughs> um, well, if you are joining us for the first time, we are very, very happy to have you. Thank you. Welcome on board. We are one American and two Brits who try to talk about the Premier League, but mostly fall off track. Um, but we like to start things off every week with our famous <clears throat> rapid, rapid, rapid fire news. Our top story this evening, Ajax boss Eric Ten Hag blamed a computer error after January signing Sebastian Allaire was mistakenly left out of the club's Europa League squad. Allaire, 26, was not included on the list of players submitted to UEFA before Tuesday's deadline. It is, of course, incredibly annoying, said Ten Hag. Allaire was indeed on the list, but it is an administrative error. Something went wrong with the computers. Just a checkmark on and off. The Ivorian striker has already scored twice in six appearances since joining from West Ham last month for more than £20 million. I thought the admin error was going to be they didn't mean to sign Sebastian Aller. <laughs> I think that's the, yeah. the extra zero in the box as well to make it £20 million, <laughs> not two. <laughs> you know, West Ham got to pay them bills. Yeah, that feels like the more pressing concern, doesn't it? Um, I, I, Yeah, this one's great because I just think, uh, imagine Aller comes and goes... Boss, I'm not on the uh, I'm not on the team sheet, and he goes checks his. Oh, it's annoying that when it does that. Oh, oh, I don't, oh mm, sorry about just, that. Let me just try. It's not letting <sighs> me click. It's not bloody. La- it's greyed out. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just tapping the desk, be like, oh, let me uh, let me Google that. <laughs> nope, nothing happened. Hold yeah, on, no, one more. You're out. <laughs> one more thing to look up. Nope, the computer is not returning any information. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Must be the West Ham. It's just the West Ham DNA. Uh, it's too many W's. The computer didn't know what to do with it either. Still can't get into you. <laughs> West Ham, West Brom, who are you? I don't even know. Oh, man, he, maybe he can hang out with those uh, those two dudes who went to the wrong city and bought the wrong plane tickets for that Champions League match last year. Do you remember when we could travel and accidentally go places? <laughs> I know, imagine accidentally going somewhere. Like, just the privilege of that. Unbelievable. I accidentally found myself in the in Emily's bathroom instead of my own the other day, and I got in quite a bit of trouble. Oh, I live in a house with two bathrooms. Oh, no. Oh, I've got God. disposable income. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> no kids, baby. <laughs> But that's about as far as I can accidentally go. Uh, but let's uh, let's move on to the next story, which is Marseille have suspended manager Andre Villas-Boas after he offered his resignation because he disagreed with the club's sporting <laughs> policy. He highlighted the arrival of midfielder Olivier Nitram from Celtic on transfer deadline day as Celtic. a player that was... Celtic. Never on his list. Is it Celtic? Celtic. Celtic, Celtic. Yeah, okay, fine. Mitchum. I don't know. It's hard to keep track. You guys are so arbitrary sometimes. It's the Celts, but it's the Celtic. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, in a statement, the French club said that Villas Boas's news conference comments on Tuesday were unacceptable. This this feels very much like a teenager's breakup when it's like, I broke up with you. No, I broke up with you. No, I got it first. Yeah. Like, he handed in his resignation, so we suspended him. Like, yeah, uh, he, he's got what he wanted then. Great, more pay? <laughs> yeah. I know, yeah. It's like, I'm breaking up with you. No, we're just going on a temporary break. Um, I don't think you know how this negotiation works. I've already gone to the higher offer. <laughs> no, 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 we're just going to suspend you. <laughs> no, he, he resigned. I'm pretty sure he's not your employee anymore at that point. Yeah. Like, uh, my, my favorite thing was his quotes. He said, uh, I don't want anything from Marseille. <laughs> I'm waiting for an answer. It could be no, and then we would continue. I don't want any money. I just want to leave. <laughs> like, that's well, pretty clear. This seems pretty easy to work out, really, doesn't it? Just don't pay him any money. Let him go. Job done. Done. Yeah, it? if he's resigning too, like then he like forgoes his future payments. Or, yeah. Like she wants to go, he can go. It's not prison, is it? Why wouldn't they fire him then? Why would they just suspend? Do you think they just like can't find anybody? And they're hoping to make, they're like, no, baby, we can make this work. Just come back. He might just be really, really cheap, so they want to keep him. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you imagine being that dude, though? Yeah. Showing up and just being like, holy shit, <laughs> this guy quit because of me. My boss, nice to meet you. Me. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> Who brought you here? What are you doing here? Yeah, that's got that's got to feel pretty rough, hasn't it? <laughs> that's fucking wound. Watching, watching, the, watching the press conference and... Uh, yeah, the, the decision wasn't taken by me. I had nothing to do with the decision. In fact, I'm going to leave over it. That's how strongly I feel about it. That's how shit I think you are. Fuck this guy. Sat next to him. Just, just, just oh, to you're, Oliver. You're suggesting it was at the... It was a player announcement conference. You're going, who the fuck is this, who's this player? Who's this guy? He thinks it's someone checking the mics. Sorry, can you move, please, mate? We're expecting a decent player soon. Yeah. Oh man, I'm picturing the new player like holding up the jersey, signing his yeah. contract, and then AVB runs from behind with a steel chair and just smashes <laughs> Oh my, oh my god. god! That's AVB! That's AVB! <laughs> Morale, very low. Yeah, it's gonna be low. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, well that's all the good jokes we can get out of that one, so let's move on. To our next story, Andre Onana, Ajax and Cameroon goalkeeper Andre Onana has been banned from football for a year for a doping violation. The 24-year-old failed an out-of-competition drugs test in October when the banned substance forumisamide was found in his urine sample. Ajax said Onana had mistakenly taken medication prescribed for his wife while feeling unwell. That sounds like the shaggy defense to me. I don't know. It wasn't me. Yeah, <laughs> quite, but a 12-month ban for accidentally once taking a wife's prescription drug? Question mark? That feels... Uh, hmm. What did Luis Suarez get for biting someone? And uh, <laughs> The third racism? time he bit someone? The second time he bit someone? Or the first time he bit someone? What's the ban, What's the ban for racism? 
That sucks. Like, jokes aside, though, man, imagine being 24, an up-and-coming, one of the best goalkeepers. People are talking about as one of the best goalkeepers in the world. Mm-hmm. And now he's missing a fucking whole year of his career. These guys don't get that many years to play, and this guy's just sitting mm. on the sidelines for a year? Like, oof, that's rough, man. Read the labels. Read the standing orders. <laughs> <laughs> Read them and understand them. Read them and understand them! <laughs> oh, Oscar, you've got something coming, I'll tell you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to Google it as soon as we're done recording. <laughs> and I'm also excited to ignore the references throughout the rest of this episode yeah. to this video I've never seen. <laughs> you know, standard, pretty yeah. standard. British. I'm like, ah, British reference, they're laughing, they're having fun, that's all I care about. <laughs> bless them. God bless them. Love those boys. <laughs> all right, well, let's move on to the next story then. Uh, and this is a more sort of somber one, um, unfortunately, and that is... Premier League referee Mike Dean has notified police after his family received a number of threats, including death threats and abusive messages. Dean has received criticism for sending off Southampton defender Jan Bednarek last Tuesday and West Ham midfielder Thomas Suchek on Saturday. Bednarek's dismissal was overturned on appeal, while Suchek's red card was rescinded on Monday. Mike Dean has asked to not have to Mm. officiate any matches next weekend. I think that's the bit that shows you how serious it is, because... uh... Mike Dean does not would not take that sort of action lightly, would he? He would not obviously he's under pressure anyway, but he's never been someone who's shied away no, from that. You, yeah, you you get it all the time as a referee, and obviously he does, and you know, people joke about how he's Hollywood and I think he's fucking brilliant. But any situation, we've we've covered it enough fucking times. Like, what is I'm sorry, what is your fucking life if you think that a bloke putting up a red card to a player of a football team that you just happen to like and follow, like get some perspective that you want to wish death on that person for for what? And quite frankly, it's if they read the letter of the law for what it says and obviously the changes, that's the issue. So he enforced it. It doesn't make sense that the Bednarek one was rescinded and the Louise one wasn't. It's then, you know, I get it with the Suchek one and he's put his arm up like that. But the simple fact is we all know now in the football game, like, why are you bringing your elbow up to someone's face? Whatever the situation, whatever the speed of movement, mm. whatever the the situation is, like, it's just dumb. And now because they backtrack on it, it then puts it all onto Mike Dean even further. So it's it's yeah. then like, a, well, look, you've done it twice in two weeks. And that is, you know... It, it would be very easy to say to take the uh, the route because obviously the level of officiating is pretty shit, um, and you know they get levelled at VAR and and the referees. But it's a lot of this stuff is the laws, and that's just simple fact. If they if you read the laws and that's what it is, they've probably got at Stockley Park. They've probably got the book in front of them. And I think more more generally too, like even if it was just him being a bad referee, like still get a like you said, get a fucking grip. Like, yeah. I think social media is just evil. <laughs> I, I know I met YouTube because of social media, so, like, I'm grateful for that. But I do kind of think that the world would be much better if Twitter didn't exist and all that and Facebook and everything. Probably. Um, because this is yet another example of people abusing, and we've seen it a million times with the racism issues recently. But, mm. you know, this isn't racism related, but it's still, like, through social media, people are threatening the life of human beings and their families for, like, wild not, – not that that's ever okay, but, like, for particularly stupid things and it sucks too because it's mike dean like i love sitting here making fun of mike dean i was all excited there was a story a few days ago this just broke two hours ago on the bbc my initial intro to this story was going to be that southampton asked not to let him referee their games southampton just (laughs) need to own up to the fact that they can't fucking defend for shit evidently i was gonna say that is absolute just 
redirection, isn't it? Of what, what they want. They want no yeah. one looking at the nine nil. Don't look at that. Don't think about that. It was one bad refereeing decision. And then good job on getting the red card overturned because the prick scored an own goal the next week. And, <laughs> and then you couldn't beat. And then you couldn't beat nine man Newcastle. But yeah, pick on Mike Dean. Pick on Mike Dean. Yeah, fucking grip. Read the standing orders. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on. Uh, actually, let's. You guys don't even have to comment on this because it's just going to be a recurring segment, I guess. But let's check in on Racism Island and keep some spotlight, at least whatever small spotlight we have, on racial issues going on in the game, and then we can move on to the actual fixtures. Uh, one incident this week is that Southampton have contact- contacted Hampshire police after teenage midfielder Alex Yankowitz received racist abuse on social media. It followed Saints' 9-0 defeat by Manchester United. Abuse of any form will never be tolerated by Tottenham, the club said in a statement, etc., etc. So the usual, you know, racist abuse, horrible language, disgusting stuff because of a soccer thing. Um, similarly, Rudiger and Twenzebi both had racist abuse hurled at them this week. Uh, and stories came out all about that. And then there was one that I want to read. Uh, if you guys will indulge me for about 30 seconds, I want to read something in full because I thought it was pretty powerful. It's racism related. Again, we don't have to comment on it, but I do want to just put this out. Um, Ian Wright said that he is disappointed after a teenager who sent the former England striker racist abuse on social media was not given a criminal conviction. Irishman Patrick O'Brien, 18, sent 20 messages on Instagram after losing a FIFA video game match. O'Brien, who blamed the loss on picking Wright as one of his players, was given a probation. And here is Ian Wright's quote, I've seen today's judgment and I am disappointed. This case was never about revenge. It was always about consequences for acts of racism. My public forgiveness of this young man was for my own deeply personal need and desire to move forward without further anguish. I am a 57-year-old man that has experienced racism throughout my life. I wasn't expecting my forgiveness to be an invitation to lighten a sentence. Seeing this judgment, I can only wonder what deterrent there is for anyone else who spouts this kind of vile racist abuse. An individual wished death upon me because of my skin color. No judge's claims of naivety or immaturity will ever be acceptable. The supposed immaturity and naivety of our attackers is never any comfort. So yeah, I am disappointed. I'm tired. We are all tired. Ian Wright. So pretty powerful words there. Uh, goes to show the double-edged sword that is forgiveness in an issue like this. And pretty fucking disappointing from the legal side of it that this person got a lighter sentence just for Ian Wright being a good person and offering up that forgiveness. Um, but that's the world we live in. But let's go ahead and move on to the fixtures then, uh, to something more hilarious and more fun. And that is Tuesday, February 2nd, 2021, Manchester United 9, Southampton 0, 5.0 to 0.5 on XG. Gentlemen, Manchester United must be the best team in the world again. They heard us talking about them last weekend, and then they pull out this 9-0. We're up, we're down, I don't know where we're at. What do, what do you think about Man United right Spite's now? It's a great motivator. We've said that. And if they listen, mm. they've had enough. I mean, I'm very glad that James Ward-Prowse has been on the pitch for every minute of both of those 9-0 losses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Quite a few goal scorers, too, in this one. Eight. As many as eight different goal scorers. What a time. The absolute disrespect on Man United to not only have the temerity to bring on Daniel James, just, <laughs> you know, just awful disrespect, but to then have him score. Did he score the ninth goal, I think? Yeah, as well? it was the last was goal. Eight for the ninth, wasn't it? Yeah, okay. Just the utter disrespect to him. <laughs> I mean, Southampton should have been instantly relegated. 
That's that's what like I think that goes in with your your Twice. alternative rules. They, they're actually yeah. in um, yeah, they're in League One. <laughs> League One. Yeah. Wouldn't they be in the National League conference at this point? Because the other nine zero, <laughs> they're, they're down four divisions. Oh yeah, good good point. In our alternative uh, pyramid. Which, honestly, if I have a hand in this alternative pyramid, they just don't even exist anymore. There's nothing below the fourth level. Like, <laughs> That's fuck it. You guys. They've been liquidated. Peace out, Southampton. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You have to start again. The Man United subs were heavily involved here, though. Bashial as a sub, two goals. Dean- Daniel James as a sub, one goal. And Donny van de Beek as a sub, getting a yellow card. So. <laughs> <laughs> heavily involved. Heavily involved. Heavily involved. Yeah. Alex McCarthy still made six saves. <laughs> Like it could have been, it's going to be so much worse. It could have been worse. Oh, I'm so annoyed. Yeah, I was, I was stunned to look at the um, fantasy football thing and see that he hadn't lost more points than he had. I was like, oh, he made some saves. Blimey, good on him. Shout out the one player in the whole game that triple captain Bednarek for whatever fucking reason. Jesus. Oh, fuck That's one of those uh, cheeky like one week teams, burner teams. I bet. Yeah, definitely. Triple captain. You'd fucking hope so. Burn that. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. uh, so Man United are back, huh? Man United are like the thing. Or should we talk about their other game this week, which was Man United 3, Everton 3 on Saturday, February 6th. Man United 1.7 to Everton's 1.6. So a both of them overperforming, but like pretty much exactly level on XG and a 3-3 draw here. Which of the two Man Uniteds from this week do you want to sort of take as the truth? The one that drew with Everton or the one that the, destroyed Southampton? Yeah, the Southampton one is very many pinch of salt. Um, because what it was in the first or second minute, the first red card. Yeah, second minute. It was that young young lad, wasn't it? Yes, um, uh, Yankovic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, like that's definitely just. I'm excited. I've got a chance. I went in. Yeah, awful, awful challenge. But yeah, just just over excited, over yeah. exuberance, and just he's, hopefully he's going to learn from that because yeah. you, you can't do that. First minute, I, I, it is marked as a first minute red card on the stats in in his Premier League debut. Yeah, Oof. I mean, oh boy, yeah, he's going to remember that. So yeah, when you then have eighty nine minutes of oh, we're just going to play against ten men, like there is a certain advantage to be had there. Um, and then Bednarek getting sent off with five minutes left, but there was probably about five, six minutes added on. Um, you kind of then get 10 minutes of a team that all they want to do is attack against nine men. Yeah. Once he got sent off, I genuinely thought, I think the nine is on. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I absolutely. I put a tweet out and that. said, like, which one, which yeah. ones are going to be more of Man United goals or Southampton players by 90 minutes? And it <laughs> turned out it was even. So, yeah, fair play. You play for a draw, one point each. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the um, letting Everton back into that game. Yeah, that was no many good. And I saw a lot of Man United fans on Twitter being like, oh, we got, that's so unfair. We had the better of the game. We were so much better than Everton draws, like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't know, man. That XG was pretty even. Like, it was an even match. It went back and forth. It wasn't like Man United dominated for 90 minutes and then somehow Everton pulled out a draw at the end. Like, Yeah, they're they're getting blinded by the sort of possession stats. and uh... Well, the timing of the goals, too, I think, also, like, fucks it up. Yeah. Because they were late goals. Like, they were up for a lot of the game. Like a uh, 70th minute, 82nd minute, and 90th minute for the goals is, is tough. 
But I think at the end of the ninety, it was ninety refer- it was ninety-sixth minute, the Calvert Lewin one. It was like the, the sixth minute of four added on, I think. They got done yes, in 30 that's right. time. Yeah, 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 I remember that now. Yes, that was pretty fucking great. Because oh, Emily walked in like she had, I think she had just gotten home from work. I don't know where it was, but she came into the movie room and she was like, wait, 95, it says plus four. And then it, and then like two seconds later, they fucking scored. And she was like, ah, that's so funny. Ah. I was like, you're the best <laughs> luck. Come in here with 60 minutes after the bell every time. Oh, good times. Good times. Good times, party vibes. Movie room, two bathrooms. Christ. Yeah, I was blowing past it. <laughs> what, what am I supposed to? It's this. It's supposed to be the second bedroom. It's not an office. We just have a big TV in there. Like, shut your noise. Next. Next up. Okay, moving on then. Yep. All right. Well, let's move on then. Uh, that's more than enough about Manchester United to another one of the Tuesday, February second games, and we had Newcastle one, Crystal Palace two. Newcastle one point nine to Crystal Palace is zero point eight. Jingle it. Better than they ought to be. Burnley week. That's right. Uh, there were other bigger Burnleys, but we got to give it to Palace here if we can. Um, so, Chuck, tell us about the 2 1 over Newcastle. I'm assuming you don't want to talk about whatever's going on right now against Leeds. Didn't so. watch it, don't care. What? What's happening now? Is there another game? There's too much football. We need <laughs> less football. Less Palace football specifically. You won this one. Come on. Yeah, I know. I stopped watching. I stopped watching. I start going on a fucking rage quit, and then we win two in a row or whatever it is. Fucking like, <laughs> yeah. wolves. A resurgent Newcastle, and you managed to dispatch them. I mean, you know. Yeah, maybe maybe it's Newcastle good, good weren't times. that resurgent. Maybe Newcastle <laughs> are still just Newcastle. Um, everyone can have one good week because you know they then. <laughs> You know, they put three against Southampton, but they conceded two against Southampton. But then they did that with nine men. So it's just all a very eclectic <laughs> state of flux. <laughs> so you don't want to talk about Palace, is what I'm hearing. Nah, I don't, nothing new to say, mate. Nothing new. All right, well, shout out Gary Cahill for getting a goal. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was lovely. That was lovely, little Gaz. I'm oldest, very happy for oldest him. Oldest Englishman to score a Premier League goal at St. James's Park since Alan Shearer. Do, do you want to, any more caveats you want to add on <laughs> to the end? <laughs> Oldest Gary to score on a Tuesday, <laughs> on a Tuesday in the with the initials GC playing for Crystal Palace I will wearing celebrate. a size 11 boot. <laughs> I will celebrate any old fucker doing something, all right? <laughs> Same age as you, isn't he? Maybe? <laughs> no, 35. I'm two years older than Gary Kane. <laughs> Apologies. Oh, man, that is, that is rough. <laughs> Time. She's a cruel mistress. <laughs> I'm going to blow past that because Ian is just sitting there crying now and I'm going to bring up the fact that Sheffield won a match. I don't have anything to say. I didn't see it. I don't know if you guys saw it, but that did happen on the Tuesday. So we should vaguely mention that Sheffield beat West Brom. West Brom, who are actually the best team in the worst team in the league this year. Yeah. Sheffield who have been unlucky. And finally a result. Are Sheffield going to gonna claw their way back up out of the relegation zone or what's the deal? No, but I, I'm not going to. Yeah, West Brom. Uh, yeah. Allardyce will be gone in a couple of weeks. <laughs> maybe maybe this week. Yeah. West Brom are so bad that they lost to Tottenham. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Bad Tottenham. They lost to bad Tottenham. <laughs> that's what they are now, bad Tottenham. They're ju- that's the only version that is anymore. Well, bad Tottenham, but with Harry Kane back, so Tottenham. Oh, it evens out to average Tottenham. Average Tottenham. Yeah, but Jose has gone over the bridge well and truly into bad Jose territory, I think. He's, he's just pissing everybody off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I bring up West Brom and we just start talking about Jose Mourinho. <laughs> We're allergic to What do you want to us bottom. to say about West Brom? Uh, yeah, I don't know. No, no, no. I don't know. They uh, suck. But. Yeah. Like, yeah. Nothing's going right. Nothing will go right. 
Right. Take Arsenal it on the lost to Wolves also that day. Don't care. Let's move on to Wednesday. Arsenal <laughs> suck. Yeah, Wolves suck. Wolves suck. Wolves suck. Arsenal they sucks. Suck. That was boring. They both suck. Whatever. <laughs> uh, Wednesday, February 3rd, 2021. Let's uh, kick things off with the... Hmm, which one will I go first to? Oh, I know what I'll go first to. The most hilarious result that day. Liverpool 0, Brighton 1. That's right. <laughs> Liverpool 1.1 to Brighton's 1.2. If it was anyone else but Brighton, I'd laugh right now. <laughs> Liverpool have now lost three home matches in a row. Well, at that point, it was two home matches in a row after their, uh, their 68. While we're talking about people pissing everyone off, finally everyone's seeing what Jurgen Klopp's all about, isn't he? When yeah. your fucking chips are down and things aren't going your way, mate. Yeah, we knew it would go like this. Not all smiles. <laughs> fucking journalists just asking questions and then just getting pelters from him. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. fucking knobhead. <laughs> Do you wanna do you wanna give the people who might not know context of what you're talking about? There's a couple of journalists recently that obviously within the, the context of what's happened, you know, he needs to understand the fact that as reigning champions, I know he's not really won anything in his career. Uh, leagues, he never managed the league with <laughs> Dortmund, did he? Never managed the league with Dortmund, did he? So like, it, it's less of an expectation to defend something like the Champions League or a cup competition than it is the actual league title, right? So he gets this. He needs to understand that well, while he is then celebrating and sitting on whatever tour buses and holding up six fingers afterwards uh, when they've won the league because he definitely had a hand in the other five, um, that a certain amount of pressure comes with that. And when you go on a run, that means you drop from first to fourth and you're 13 points down, people are going to ask questions like, do you think you can come back from this? What do you think this means in the context of the of the league? And uh, what are you kind of aiming for now? And the instant reaction is, you shouldn't be, why are you asking these questions? What's the point in asking these questions? You only get two questions, and that's going to be one of them? Well done, you've just wasted it. Go on, what's your second question? You're like, jog on, mate. Yeah. Have a fucking word with yourself. Yeah, rude. Just rude. Uncalled for, too. Like- Climb out of the gutter. I love too that he was like, ah, it's actually 13 points. And it's like, no, it's actually 10. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> City have a game in hand? Is that what you mean? Because the table is 10. And he's like, um, well, actually. And he was wrong. It's like those people who correct your grammar online, but then also, like, don't know how to spell. Yeah. And then they put an error in, or they just don't read the standing orders. <laughs> there you go come on Uh, so Liverpool in super duper duper crisis we'll talk more about it when we talk about the Liverpool Man City match but like is this uh, title race for Liverpool basically done and spent we'll talk about go go straight to Liverpool Man City now let's let's, (laughs) okay yeah sure okay then we have Liverpool won Manchester City 4 Liverpool 1.2 to Man City 3.6 so well and truly dicked both of those round to the exact scoreline. It is a 1-4 in XG and in reality. But that's like a fucking double boner for you, Oscar, isn't yeah. it? Right, on oh, all big p- time. And Liverpool losing. <laughs> on all planes of existence, you can accept this. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy with triple this. Triple captain, triple boner. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they got done. A couple of, re- like, well, you know, they scored with some great shots, but when you generate that much XG... And oh, Liverpool, oh, they've got oh, so many injuries. No one's had injuries before. Of course not. Alison playing for the other team probably helped a bit too. <laughs> yes. <I think. laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not even sure how good Man City had to be in that second half. Because, I mean, the first half was both teams seemed allergic to pressing each other. And then in the second half, City were marginally better. But, I mean, they didn't have to be because Alisson just gifted them the game. Um, they had to be there to put away the chances obviously I mean Foden's goal was lovely he played brilliantly as well I thought Guardiola was a bit harsh on him in the post-match like Foden is doing brilliantly this season and 
he he was brought up. I can't remember which broadcast it was, but he was brought up in the post match to Pep, and um, Pep said, "Yeah, well, positionally, I wasn't happy with him in the first half." He's sort of like. Has he assessed Foden as someone who needs to be dropped occasionally, who needs to be had a go at to keep, you know, to keep motivation Mm. or to keep going or something? Because his assessment of Foden and his, uh, you know, he's getting more minutes this season, admittedly, but his traditional thing of not picking him as much as a lot of fans think he should be picked. Does does he just know something that the rest of us don't? That you, you know, you've got to treat him mean, keep him keen, or what? Yeah, well, I think that you know we've criticised it before, but then now that he's finally got his chance after X amount of time, he's just taken it and he's looking really great. Yeah, he's only twenty. He's fucking twenty years yeah, old. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, that's insane. He's younger than Mason Mount. Mason, media darling, Mason Mount. <laughs> yeah, he's a year younger than fucking Mason Mount. Miles better. Um, yes, that is correct. Absolutely. <laughs> but that, that, that doesn't necessarily seem like too bad of a thing. You know, I know we spoke about Klopp in, a, in an interview before. If he's not, like, digging him out, you know, you can... No, I was just surprised, that's all. It was just, it was an ex- a chance to go, yeah, the players stepped up this season and, you know, unbelievable. And just, but that wasn't mm. what he did. The first thing he did was I wasn't happy with him positionally in the first half. And that just seemed a little, you know... But it's the cult element around him, and and the, I think the reason that they've been able to come back is because it's been fit in the system. And I think yeah. if we if we criti- sit here and criticise, say Man United, for the fact that they're getting by on individual moments of brilliance, yeah. like maybe Guardiola's like trying to instill that you, you cut in players potentially like can't you can't rely on them. Do yeah. that. You need to do this stuff that is maybe perceived as the boring stuff, mm. because what then happens is. You know, it's not about what's happening in that second of, of that game. It's about what happens in five minutes, in 20 minutes, because yeah. of, you know... Or, or even, in five matches. Exactly, the next game yeah. or where you are at your development, because that's that's it. Yeah, man. I mean, Ian, you got to remember the source. Like, Chuck is exactly right. This is Pep Guardiola talking. Like, when a person watches soccer, they look at the scoreline. When an analytics person watches soccer, they look at, like, the XG and the numbers. Football and when, pervert. like, Pep Guardiola and Tuchel and <laughs> Klopp perverts. and your tactical people football watch perverts. the match. Football perverts, sure. Thank I you. mean, that's not exactly what a football pervert is, but yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> Fuck off. Just football yeah. perverts. <laughs> football perverts, yes. Perfect. Uh, they're watching for the tactics. Like, I think of Thierry Henry's part in Take the Ball, Pass the Ball, the Barcelona oh, thing that Chuck's always it. recommending. Yep, I have. I've watched it? it a couple of times now. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah, it's really good. Um, and Terry Henry says at one point, like, Pep Guardiola didn't care if I scored goals. He just wanted me to make runs down the wing and make the run and make the run and make the run. And if I didn't make the run, he was angry. And if I did make the run, it was good. <laughs> and whether I got the ball, like, my job was to make that wide run. And sometimes it would lead to me scoring and sometimes it would just do other stuff. Mm. And I And I'm sure that Pep genuinely meant that. I don't think, like, he was just trying to, like, keep a fire going under Foden's ass or whatever. I think that when Pep Guardiola matches watches a match, he doesn't wa- watch for the goals or the scoreline. He watches for the tactics and he measures, did we have a successful day today by how closely did the players understand my tactical instructions and execute those? Much more so than I think he cares. Like if they lose, but the tactics were good, I do genuinely think he'd be like, well, you know, it went against us, but like we did the right stuff. The same way I look at it and I'm like, oh, well, you know, it went against us, but like we did the XG. So like we did our job to a certain point. Like I think that Pep just really is just watching for the tactics. Football pervert, isn't it? 
Football perfect. Exactly. <laughs> um, we should mention they did destroy Burnley earlier in the week as well. Burnley 0, Man City 2, Burnley 0.1, actually 0.05. Uh, if we're two decimal Woo-hoo! places to Burnley's 2.1. So that was a, a solid win on the Wednesday. But let's go back to other Wednesday matches then since we did kind of circle back around. Uh, we had Aston Villa losing to West Ham. Is that a thing? Aston Villa are good. West Ham are not as good. But Aston Villa lost. Lingard. Come on. Oh, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Ian. That's the real reason I brought this up. (laughs) Come on. You've got got to give the boy his day. The boy, because he's a young, very young player. He's fucking 29. (laughs) Everyone still thinks he's this young, up-and-coming player. Very young. He's 29. Yeah. Very young. Is he really 29? That's insane. (laughs) Jeez. Okay, that caught me off guard. He might even be older. I'm going to Google it now. Yeah, we're just saying these things. <laughs> I'm saying words. Jesse, 28. Oh, st- apologies. 28. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Slip of a boy. <laughs> so no love for Jaylings, Chuck, for his uh, his stellar performance here? Never. Never forgiven. <laughs> never apologize. Never explain. FA Cup final. Played for Brighton. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Villa lost to West Ham here, but then they did beat Arsenal in a few days, right? So there's some... Uh... That's not saying much, though. <laughs> no, I fuck Arsenal em. lost It's Arsenal. Wolves. Arsenal <laughs> sucked. Arteta in his thing was going on about uh, all... You know, we talk about football perverts and stats, and he seems like a football pervert that doesn't understand how to perv on football because he was saying about how <laughs> they beat Aston Villa for stats and, like, literally the only stat they had more of was possession and that was it. Like, XG... Did him on XG. Shots. Yeah, but did they have more crosses? Because that's what Arteta wants. Probably not. Forty-seven <laughs> crosses, right? Right into those big, big men he's got in the middle. Yeah. Uh, I don't actually want to talk about Arsenal, and I don't think Villa beating Arsenal only one-zero is impressive. Um, but I don't also think that Villa are in crisis. Saisu's crisis. So, uh, but let's go to the big one, the one they all want to talk about, and that is Thursday, February fourth. We had Tottenham zero, Chelsea one. Tottenham 0.6 to Chelsea 2.4. Chelsea pretty severely underperforming, scoring only one and keeping it, keeping Tottenham within sort of range of if a fluky goal went in and did something here. But on, on the XG and on the tactics, they, uh, thoroughly fucking destroyed Spurs. Uh, do you guys have any thoughts here? I don't particularly. Did I watch that game? Was that the game that was really boring? It could have been really boring. All of Chelsea's matches lately have been pretty boring. Yeah. We have all the ball doing defense with it, um, but they haven't quite figured out the attack yet, so they're generating chances, but few and far between, even though they're high-value chances. And, uh, you know, that doesn't make for the most exciting thing to watch. <laughs> no? So what are your thoughts on the the, the commencement of the, the Tuchel era? Um, similar to last week. I think I'm not reading too much into beating Tottenham 1-0. I'm not reading too much into beating Sheffield 2-1 either. Um, like I said, I'm not particularly plussed by the results uh, lately, um, one way or the other. Uh, but I think in terms of the tactics, because I have been trying to watch with a more tactical eye for Tuchel stuff, um, they definitely seem to have gotten, he came in and immediately implemented a defensive possession system, and it's working. We have all the ball, so therefore the other team can't make chances if they don't have the ball. Um, what, one goal conceded in four matches so far for Tuchel? Um, so three clean sheets and three out of four are wins, I believe, as well. So it's going pretty well. Um, I do think that in terms of the attack, I don't necessarily think we're going to see the three at the back for much longer. If I had to guess, I think that's just a way to quickly bring in a possession system and defensive possession specifically. That's why Sari did it. And um, 
When Arteta first showed up to Arsenal, he did it. When Pep first showed up to Man City, he did three at the back. So all these possession guys who want to shore up the defense through possession immediately bring that in, three at the back. Um, but in terms of the attack, I've seen a couple of moments between this match and also against Sheffield that look like a Tuchel attack on purpose. So it's slowly progressing there. Um, one that I think of is there was a chance yesterday against Sheffield, and I guess I'll read the scoreline for that too because I don't want to talk about it. Particularly Sheffield 1, Chelsea 2, Sheffield 0.6 to Chelsea's 1.7. Um, so rounding correctly to the XG scoreline there as well, um, where they played a ball down the channel, so between the fullback and the center back, moving outwards. So normally a through ball moves towards goal to play someone in one-on-one versus the keeper. This was a through ball going further away from the goal to go wide, um, and Timo Werner went wide with it, got on the end of it, and then... Scored? Nope. No. <laughs> uh, cut it back across, um, which is very much like if you watch video of the Dortmund-Tuchel teams, like that is kind of what Aubameyang was doing a bit, was he would run inside out, ball down the channel, and then he would bring it back across once it was behind. Um, and it's pretty effective. Like Tuchel's whole deal is that he doesn't create a lot of chances, but he creates his teams rather create very, very high XG chances. Like he is an, an outspoken proponent of XG and of analytics. Um, he took a very, very bad minds team and overperformed them to the mid table when they probably should have been relegated as his first career, his first like stint. Um, and he has cited XG and analytics as the sort of key to success there. Um, so it's going to be kind of boring until we like really, really get firing. But the defensive possession is working. He came in. It's not like these players are relatively familiar with it because they did it with Sari. We had a lot of defense through possession with Sari as well. Um, but the attacks are starting to look more like that. He have seen a bunch of rotation. Callum playing as win back. Callum playing as a winger. Timo in central. Timo out wide. Pulisic is in. Pulisic is out. Pulisic is out. All these players are coming in and out. So I'm happy. I'm just kind of in a holding pattern for the most part. I like the clean sheets. And I like that the team is starting to look like a Tuchel type of attack. But what about you guys? Are you guys like there was a lot of uh, noise about the rotation, especially in the FPL community, but also like among Twitter in general, people being like, "Oh, Pulisic's not even on the bench," or Hakim Ziyech hasn't really played that much, or like all this other stuff. What do you guys make of the Tuchel era so far? Nah, I just think he's got to start to know more about what players he's got. That's- you know, it's, it's natural, especially if like what you're saying is that he's coming in to experiment and find out what's going on. Like you're going to move players around as well, so it's it's just early days in the team. Yeah, I think he's doing what a smart, confident manager does, and just is looking to make his own assessments of how how players are, rather than just relying on what the you know what the old manager does. He clearly is happy to, to tinker with lineups as we've as we've seen, and he started off just trusting. Uh, experience, but apparently, you know, as we've, I think we've talked Rudiger. about Rudiger, <laughs> uh, but apparently, sort of having chats with the younger players who weren't necessarily going to be playing immediately and saying, You're still in my thoughts, you're still in the plan, I'm just looking at everybody. And yeah, players who were not getting a look in under Lampard, you know, suddenly, suddenly were. Yeah, I mean, you saw him and Callum Hudson Odoi like really like hugging and laughing and like jovial after yeah. the Sheffield match, and like you can tell that. Callum, who has been on the fringes for years now, and like people being like, when is he going to get a chance? Even though he's fucking like 12 years old or whatever, he he seems to be really thriving so far. Um, and like you said, at other teams as well, like Pulisic came through as a kid under Tuchel, and that went pretty well. So I think there's definitely something to that. 
my concern is long term because he's known for coming in and being like the first year is like all happy times and then like he's got a very intense personality so by the second or the third he's got a bit of Mourinho in him basically he'll be he'll be feuding with somebody by next season yeah and I I've read that I don't know whether you've seen this that um training sessions are sort of so intense and uh hardcore that that by the time like he wants match days to feel easy to players because training yes, it's is actually so really insane. really smart i think i was reading about it so what he does is um basically like to go to a totally sideways metaphor but in rocket league it would be like if you only <laughs> trained rocket league by playing 4v4 rumble <laughs> and so like <laughs> you have as much chaos and like madness as possible so that it trains their brains to like sort of find the patterns and be able yeah. to handle like a ton of a ton of like high energy stress. Um so it's not even necessarily like the intense training sections like those guys who just make them do double sprints and like yeah. very physical. Um it's more like mentally taxing Making which I think, think is fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Um play in small spaces with a lot of players and like sometimes he'll just throw like two balls out on the thing and be like whatever, figure it out. And the players are like, "What?" <laughs> right. I'll tell you, multi-ball. Multi-ball. All right, well, that is uh, more than enough about all the soccer. <laughs> so let's uh, let's take a quick break and we'll come back with our FPL and, and uh, the bluffer and all that good stuff. So we'll see you guys in a bit. Support for Miles Offside Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-waist grooming and hygiene. Manscaped is taking over the world and is now available in all of Europe, Canada, Australia and New Zealand. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the movement for all your below the waist grooming needs. There we are, not just below the waist but below the equator. All you Antipodeans <laughs> can get involved right now and get a lot less hairy. Absolutely, especially Emu Plains. We see you. We remember you. We love Emu Plains. Available now, manscaped.com. Get on it. Because I recently, I have to say, I recently uh, extended beyond just the little swag package that they sent us. And I got myself a nose the hair trimmer. The perfect package. The perfect package, that's right. Um, I liked it so much. It was so uh, gentle on the skin and very quiet. I got to say, I like that quiet. Um, quiet stroke technology. Yeah, the quiet stroke technology. That's right. Um, but the nose hair trimmer, also phenomenal. I can smell everything right now. <laughs> I haven't got the nose hair trimmer. This is, is this something I need to purchase? Because at my age... I mean, I can see the nose hairs from here, Ian, okay? So I think it's pretty strongly recommended. So not, not just below the equator, then. We can, we can go above the equator as well. That's good to you know. You can go top shelf and bottom shelf, definitely. <laughs> Oscar mentioned there the, uh, the lawnmower. It's the 3.0 as well, the third generation. It's a cutting-edge ceramic blade. Reduced grooming accidents. No nicks, no cuts, no tears, no bleeds an advanced skin-safe technology that's pioneered by Manscaped. You'll be smooth as anything down there, gents, and you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code MOP20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code MOP20. Your balls will thank you. Okay, well, welcome back to Miles Offside Pod. Uh, Chucker's... Forgone his forgone forgone his bringing bringing us back duties because it's FPL. Scone's gone. Who knows? Read the standing orders. Um, but 
it's it's just because he's having another bad week. It's just don't worry about it, mate. It's bad month. I was so close in the Patreon <laughs> League to being manager in a month of fucking January and in the last four weeks. Just fucked it. Just the four the weeks. Last so four close. Weeks. Just the four, four weeks. game weeks. <laughs> yeah, right, four game okay. weeks. I was on a comeback. I was on the comeback trail. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. That's such a Chuck sentence. I was so close. It's just the four weeks we can ignore. But other than those four weeks, I was really close, guys. Really close. <laughs> uh, is it, is Above it, your it, fucking team. That's <laughs> uh, for now. For now. I don't know. I actually have no idea how far behind we are. <laughs> yeah. You probably are smashing it. Yay. Calvert-Lewin and Foden on my bench. At least they're coming in for Rudiger and Suchek. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oof, oof. It was a, it was a tough one all round. Most people had bench points this week. Um, I benched Gundawan, and I did wonder whether I'd get punished for it. But as it happens, like all seven of my attackers returned, so I don't feel too bad about it. But yeah, the thirteen points he, he would have put him as my highest scorer in the week, so it's a bit annoying. But uh, it would have been impossible not to bench points for most people. I, I would have said so. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was getting weird of it and got bored, so I captained Marcus Alonso, and then he didn't fucking start. So good one, Tuchel, cool. and then Rudiger, Rudiger, Rudiger uh, scores yeah. a fucking own goal. I got well excited because I looked on something and there was a ball next to his name, and I was like, <laughs> "Come on, he's done a goal, vindicator." Oh, he's gone. It was a lovely finish, though. It was a a good finish. (laughs) Ian, remind me again, what did I say last week about Chelsea defenders? Did I tell you to buy Alonso and as many Chelsea players as possible when you asked? No, you literally said the only players to invest in were defence, so suck your mum. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you told me to get rid of... I tried to warn you. (laughs) You told me to get rid of James, which I did. Um, But I did did that last week, and so far he's managed to get two clean sheets since then. Um, I did take him out for... And this was to get more money because I, I, I'm going to need money for future transfers. I took him out for Ampadu and then had no idea that... Um... No, not Chelsea players. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I totally spaced that he was a Chelsea player and that he wouldn't be able to play against Chelsea in the <laughs> you know, second uh, second fixture. In so fairness like... to you, any club below the top six, so you got a 50-50 shot of that person being secretly a Chelsea player. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. So the, the one Chelsea bloody defender I hung on to, Thiago Silva, now seems to have burst his leg or whatever. So Explosive. <sighs> Yeah, so it's. I don't it's want not, to talk about that. <laughs> well, the, some of the noises coming out of Chelsea are quite positive about it. Though. They reckon that he might, he won't be ready for the FA Cup game midweek, but uh, he might be fit for um, Southampton. I think you've got next. But if they're talk, if they're even talking about that, then it doesn't sound like it's a sort of seven week layoff. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah, I'm hoping nobody's going to be ready for that FA Cup game besides the 12-year-olds. Don't waste the fucking senior players on it. What, are we playing like Brentford or somebody? Some non-league, some like... Non-league. Non-prem, Champions- non-league, same shit, whatever. pushing for promotion, Brentford. One of the non-league. best leagues in the world, yeah. One of the best academy systems um, <laughs> with incredible purchase and selling records. Um <laughs> Analytics FC. Three strikers in a row in their first season score 20-plus goals for Brentford. Uh, okay. What? You'll yeah, love this. Yeah, We're not even playing not, Brentford. Right. Okay, first, yeah. One, they're not even playing Brentford. They're playing We're Barnsley. We're playing Barnsley. <laughs> Two, I, um, earlier I said Chel- that Thiago Silva might make the Southampton game. They're playing Newcastle. We've got everything wrong. It's <laughs> spot on. Right. That's the most South- they're playing Southampton. Ever yeah, they're playing Southampton after Newcastle next week. There you go. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> this has gone well, Are Barnsley good? Who are Barnsley? What is a Barnsley? Someone tell me. 
Northern Town. He'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, ho- I want us to lose. I don't want to win. Give us a hard FA Cup team. Get a trophy. Yeah. Nah, fuck the FA Cup, man. I want like I don't want players to be hurt. You've got so many players. <laughs> yeah, you should be fine. <laughs> They're but all potentially, hurt. <laughs> but you've already made your peace with potentially not doing amazingly in the Premier League, although you might do, who knows. You've made your peace with that. Just pick up a little trophy. It'd be nice. Yeah, pop in a bit of silverware. Get a little bit of silverware in the cabinet. I'd much rather healthy players for next season when we can do the treble. With this fucking club. Like, this set oh, of players Jesus, with the here right... here he goes. We can do the treble. Mr. Fucking <laughs> year, Timo Verna. Mr. Fucking Timo Werner's <laughs> going to win the golden boot. Next year. I didn't say what year. Next year. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. I did. Um, I don't know. I was there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I said things. We have... We recorded it. All 12 people are <laughs> listening. They got it as well. Literally some people heard this. <laughs> but, um... When it comes to FPL, I think we've we've just got a whole fire until that uh, FA Cup gets out of the way because then uh, then we're going to know who's got doubles, who's got blanks. Yeah, that's this week, a double game week. This week for four yeah, teams little mini as double. well. Yeah, little mini double, and then the week after a one a one one double. Yeah. Um, so this week, Burnley, Fulham, and Everton, Man City have been put in there. Um, so Man City have got Spurs and Everton. Ever- uh, Everton got Man City and Fulham. You're going for a little Cancelo captain? Limoncello captain? Limoncello? Who's Limoncello? Cancelo, Limoncello, whatever. Oh, no, I like that. Limoncello. Yeah, why not? Yeah, fuck it. (laughs) What have I got at the minute? Here's what my team is at the minute. Um, I haven't made any transfers. I have 10.1 million in the bank. (laughs) (laughs) Can't take it with you. (laughs) I might bench boost. Who knows? I've got the armband on Gundogan. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I've got Son. If Kane's back, maybe I'll keep him. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, he returned, didn't he? It's, my uh... bench, my bench is Sutek, Kufal, Mitchell, and Guaita. But obviously, you know, depends what of those teams turn up if they're going to be <laughs> shit mungers or not. Sutek being back is good, but yeah, also a yeah. nightmare because now I don't want to get. I don't know. Fucking <laughs> hell! I'm just going to kill Bamford <laughs> for my team. Don't do that for my yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, 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 okay. Well, if you're not already tripled up on City, I would recommend tripling up on City. Everyone tripled is. up on City. Um, Everyone is. Gundogan. Yeah. And if you want to know who the best players to triple Limoncello. up on are, patreon.com slash milesoffside and sign up at the $5 a month stats robot level for X. Is it $5 a month, Ian? No, it's $8 a month and it's patreon.com slash pod. <laughs> you didn't get the website right. You didn't get the tiers right. <laughs> Well, this is why I'm just trying to plug that I have some spreadsheets, okay? You do this shit. You're the producer. <laughs> Tell the people about the spreadsheets. Okay, yeah. you can go to Miles Offside Pod. No, hang on. Patreon.com slash Miles Offside Pod. Even and he fucked it. Various levels. You messed up. You I'll messed do, up the, the, I'll the, do it to make the him feel better. website address. It's my curse. And now your internet is <sighs> punishing you for it. <laughs> Here he is. Oh, he's back. He's there back. He is. Sorry, Microsoft Teams threw me out. <laughs> right. Miles Offside Pod. Yeah, patreon.com slash Miles Offside Pod. There's various levels. You can get in at $2 a month and come on the Slack and Chuck will abuse you and your FPL team whenever he sees fit. Uh, $5 a month gets you... Uh, constructive uh, criticism. Constructive criticism, fine, whatever. Uh, I, You know, he does it to me for free, but there you go. Um, $5 a month gets you uh, early pod releases when I get it edited quick enough and gets you my little FPL mini pods. Uh, $8 a month gets you uh, Oscar's access to Oscar's stats, his own models, uh, to help your FPL team out. 
And um, $13 a month gets you a producer credit, like Nate Whitten. God God love Nate Whitten. Nate Whitten. And uh, $30 a month gets you um, socks, Mums which we haven't talked about for a long so- time. Someone, yeah. someone buy some fucking socks. <laughs> yeah, so there we go. Ian, any one, one player that you want to drop a shout out for? Maybe a, an alternative and out there? I mean, I said Wilson and Rudiger last week, and that worked really fucking well. Wilson's injured, and Rudiger got <laughs> own goal. So, what are we talking? A one a one week punt or, or one week wonder? Something for the future. Um, a one week wonder. Uh, I don't know. Maybe can we say Mares? We could say Mares. He's got he's got involved. Although I don't know. The problem with Mares obviously is rotation. You've said you've said Mares. I've said it now. Okay, fine. I'll commit to it. That's fine. That's fine. He seems to be getting more more minutes than uh, he has done in previous seasons. So I think you can be. Mm. He's, he's a funny one because he, he he goes in fits and starts, doesn't he? He could he could score two goals in each of these games, and then mm-hmm. you'd not hear from him for five yeah. six weeks. You know, so that's the problem with him. But if yeah, if you want a cheeky punt and go somewhere different other than Gundogan, then yeah. Why not, Mares? Don't think you can call them cheeky bunts, mate. Um, uh, a bit rude. Not the listeners. Oh, <laughs> rude. I'm going to say Adamola Lookman. Oh, you're going. You want to see? You wanted something really out there. Okay. No, that's fine. Mares <laughs> is like, like literally, he could score four goals or get four minutes. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's fine. Oscar, what's? Uh, do you want to give a little peek behind the curtain? What's your a stats based? Yeah, one? sure. Um, let's see. So I've got the player quality index. That is the wow. this is what we're talking about in-house player model for evaluating FPL assets based off of their points per minute and their cost. And don't all that give stuff. away. Don't give away the and, secrets. <laughs> well, I don't, I'm not giving out the formula. Um, the three city assets that you should have according to the PQI or player quality index are Stones, Gundogan, and Cancelo. Yay! So. <laughs> Uh, That's who you would have had in your team last week if we had told you, if you had looked at our spreadsheets. It's a pretty big gap, actually, to the fourth best one, which would be Diaz, and then Foden below that. I think the, the stats robots, just looking at this, are probably going to have to trade Foden to Gundogan. Hmm. Sideways. It's very sideways. There we go. So Oscar's alternative pick is the most informed player <laughs> in the league. Um, <laughs> all right, then. Um, bluff it up. You want to bluff it up? Get funky. It's time for the bluffer. And I've changed structure. Gonna change it every week till I decide what I'm gonna do. Cause I don't really care about consistency. (laughs) (laughs) Consistency? What's that? Yeah, it's the bluffer. We all know it. We all love it. It's literally the part you all fast forward to. And it's my (laughs) turn to host this week. Uh, The premise is I will posit a question to the two fine gentlemen. And uh, they will bid on how many of the correct answers they can give. Whoever gets called has to name them. Make one mistake. Boo! You're donezo. Now, normally what we do is is enforce the categories upon them. But I thought what I'd do is is build up a little bank of questions, gents. And each week will be, well, every three weeks will be my categories and you will pick from the same ones and I will refresh them with different ones. So what we have, and I'm going to open this to Ian first to select. I have arts and literature, food and drink, (laughs) film and TV, geography, history, music, potluck, science and nature, and sport. 
Wow, that's this is very trivial pursuit. Uh, yeah, I know. So you get a bit of an advantage. You can pick a category as well, but obviously I'm also a bit of a bastard, so it might be an incredibly tenuous link that basically makes it a different category. <laughs> right. Oh, God. Uh, okay. Uh, and you're letting me pick first, are you? Pick a category, bruv. Okay, I will go, uh, was it science and nature? I'll go for that. Science and nature. Brilliant. Shout out to Mr. Dave Mateo uh, for when I asked the Patreons for ideas of a bluffer. And normally we do this privately. He just typed dinosaurs. When I asked him to elaborate, <laughs> Oh no, he said, I was going to study dinosaurs. dinosaurs. I was genuinely going to study dinosaurs because I know you're obsessed with them. <laughs> and it came so, up with a Patreon. And like I said, uh, science and nature, tenuous links. There are... 24 dinosaurs that have featured in the Jurassic Park film franchise. <laughs> I knew it was going to be Jurassic Park. Not including uh, genetic hybrids <laughs> created for the film. I want real dinosaurs, guys. Real dinosaurs. Okay. Actual dinosaurs. So these are ones that have specifically featured as living animals within the universe. Reptiles, however you want to... I don't fucking know. Um, some are air-based. I can't think of what it's called. Aqua- <laughs> What's the opposite of aquatic? <laughs> Flying? <laughs> yeah, fly. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, so there's flying ones, land, and there's sea as well. Um, water. Fucking <laughs> hell, oh, this is Aquatic. good. Ian, how many of the 24 can you name? Oh, dear. Uh, I will go... There's 24. Oh, I don't want to start so low then, but I suppose I should go... I'll go five to start with. Five. Hmm. <sighs> Oscar, any advance on five? Five's a good start. I like that. Five is a good start. I'm going to go six. Six. Ian, you going for Oscar's usual blind bid amount? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got <laughs> That's that right. right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. I'll go seven. Seven. Advance on seven. Oscar. Yeah, I got eight. Uh, no, no, I can't. Go on, go I don't eight. actually have eight, you son of a bitch. Oh, that's good, because I thought this was going to be one where Oscar was just going to go, 24. No, <laughs> yeah. dinosaurs are actually not my thing, weirdly. I know it seems on brand, but it's not. Dinosaurs that featured in the Jurassic Park. This is the main film franchise, the five films that have been released, not including genetic hybrids that have been specifically created for the <laughs> franchise. Okay, I need eight, so I'm holding eight fingers in front of my face to help me keep track. Please do, because I can't keep track and... Dial. Dial <laughs> type. All right, let's uh, let's start off with the, the one everyone loves, the Velociraptor. Velociraptor, one. The T-Rex. Tyrannosaurus Rex. Uh, the Pterodon. The flying yes, one. Yes, very good. I would have accepted Pterodactyl. Oh, I'm glad you would have, because... I'm not... I'm not... Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. being nice this week. Yeah. Uh, Triceratops. Yes. Four. Uh, Stegosaurus. Yes. Ooh, how strict are you going to be about the, like, scientific name? I, don't, I want the name of the fucking dinosaur, mate. <laughs> I don't want, the, like, The Steve. little one. They call it the Compy. Johnny the Dinosaur. Johnny the Dinosaur. <laughs> Is it, I don't think it's Compisaurus, but it's the little one, the Compy. The tiny-looking raptor-looking one. I'm going to need, I'm gonna need the, the name, so... Fuck. <laughs> it starts with Comp, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. I, so I still need three more besides Compy. I'm not counting Compy. No, I'm not either. Because okay. it's not a dinosaur. It's not a dinosaur. It, it is, and it's in the fucking movies, but that's annoying. <laughs> okay, fine. It is, but You're that's so right angry. <laughs> Brachiosaurus. Yes. See, I had seven, including the compy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 um, Mo- Moza, Moza, Mosasaurus. 
Mosasaurus, yes. That's What's the that? aquatic one. The massive fucker that eats the oh. Indominus Rex at the end. Spoiler alert. Oh, awkward. <laughs> Good pull. Uh, one more. I don't know. No. Come on. Compisaurus. Comp- I don't fucking know the name. I just, I'm stuck <laughs> on that. I'm stuck on that. I don't know. Are you giving that as an official guess? <laughs> yeah. Ian, do the noise. Oh, I have one. I know I lost. I know I lost, but I do have another one. You the do spino- have another one. Now, Spinosaurus brilliant. or whatever. Dinosaurus. Did you just say dinosaurus? No. Spinosaurus. Oh. Like spine. <laughs> dinosaurus. <laughs> dinosaurus Rex. <laughs> Fuck, I would have had eight too. Spinosaurus is there, right? Yeah, Spinosaurus was there. Spinosaurus featured in uh, the third film of the franchise. Uh, Compi, Compisaurus is Consognathus. Um, oh, fuck that. I'm never going to get Consignathus. that. Compsignathus. Um, <laughs> yeah, so going through them, uh, you could have had Allosaurus, Ankylosaurus, Apatosaurus, Baryonyx. Uh, you've got Brachiosaurus, Carnotaurus, Ceratosaurus, Compsognathus, Coriothorus, Corythosaurus, Dilophosaurus uh, is the spitty one in the first film. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. uh, a Dimorphodon, uh, Gallimimus, a Mamenchisaurus, Pachycephalosaurus, Parasaurolophus, Cynoceratops, Stigimoloch. That's it. Point. Do you think he saw it? That's brutal, because if this was Ian's category, he would have definitely given oh. me Compi and I would have gotten the eight. And sorry, uh, Dinosaurus is not there. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad you couldn't say the fictional ones, too, because I would have had Indoraptor, Indominus Rex. Yeah, that's why I got rid of them, because they're not real dinosaurs, mate. Science. Mm. <laughs> anyway. Mm. Um, <laughs> he knew the rules before he bid. I know. Still I'm upset. so mad. I'm so did. mad about Campisaurus. Okay, so, Oscar, it is uh, your chance to pick a category now. Uh, I will take film and TV for 100, Alex. Film and TV. <laughs> well, don't worry. You don't have to do 100. There's only 24 in this category uh, and it is the 24 categories of the oscars awards in the year 2020 oh that's oh, a good one that's a good one how many categories can you name seven seven strong yeah uh eight yet nine yeah, I'll go 10. I mean, I'm not there yet, but I feel like I can get there. So I'm, I'm sort of blind bidding myself now, but I'll go 10. Yeah. yeah. I'll go 11. 11. I, I can probably name 14 because Return of the King won 14 and it set the record. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I know all 14 of those. Go 14. But I want to wait to see if Ian... I don't want to go to all 14. Like, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, this this seems like Ian all over. Yeah, 12. Yeah. 13. Uh, see, now the problem is, Oscar, you, you can't do your 14. You have to do 15. Never mind. Ian? I think I got... I think I know enough of these. 14. Fuck me. <laughs> 15. 15. 15. You're going 16. I like this. This is going high enough. I'd be very surprised if you go 16 here. I'd be very uh, surprised if you go 16 16. Here. This is the highest I think ever, Ian's ever gone on a category that isn't FPL. <laughs> or the Beatles. Coming in with that 34 <laughs> straight off the bat. I don't know. That was probably like 20% of the songs. <laughs> so, Oscar, you going 17? <sighs> yeah, fuck it. Yeah. I've seen these. I've seen so many of these. I'll go, I'll go 17. You motherfucker. That's more fingers than I have, though, so you're going to have to help me count. Take your socks yeah. off. <laughs> no, I'm out. I'm out. Damn it. 
Okay, oh. all right, I got this. I can ah. do this one. So 17? 17. Okay, so I'll start off counting 7. 17 and then out of I'll... 24, right. So, okay. as ever, go slow. Uh, okay. Let's do it. Let's bang out the six easy ones. Best picture, best director, best actor, best actress, supporting actor, supporting actress. Well, well, fuck. Don't worry, those, <laughs> yep. Those are the six easy ones. Like, Chuck, Chuck has those at the top of his list, I'm sure. Uh, no, because I've got them in alphabetical. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Um, let's go to, uh, oh, original score and original song. Very good. Eight. Um, let's go with the vis- visual effects and best sound. Um, I'm going to need you to be more ooh. specific on best sound. Uh, I don't even know what that means, so I'm going to avoid that. Okay, so I'll just go best visual effects then. Okay. And cool. I still need eight more, right? Eight more. Okay, um, best... I'm trying to think of all the technical ones. Best costumes? Yeah. Or best cost- costume design? Costume design, yeah, I'll give, I'll give you that, don't worry. It's, I'm not going to be okay. a pedant. <laughs> um, likewise, you have the makeup and hairstyling one. Makeup and hair. What other technical ones are there? You really threw me off with the best sound thing. Six more to go, buddy. Okay. Um, I'm going to leave the technical ones. You have the... What else is there? You have the animated ones. So best animated short and best animated feature film. Very good. Yeah, that's both nice. of them. Animated short and animated feature film. Four more to go. You have the writing ones. Um, best original screenplay and best ad- Adaptation or adapted screenplay, something like that. Yep, that's another two. Two more to go, mate. Oh, uh, uh, um, documentaries. Did I say documentaries yet? You have not said any documentary-based. Okay. So documentary short and documentary feature. Give him a ding. Well done. Nice. Very well done, mate. Um, I have a few more to go. I think I could have hit 20 on that guy. Woo! So that was the a fun sound category. ones, Ian, do you want to yeah. drop him in? Because I know you'll it's- be all about this. Split into two, so you've got sound mixing and sound editing. Yes. Oh, okay, Which okay, okay. It shouldn't really be two awards if um, <laughs> stunt men are not included. Uh, but you could have also had cinematography, film editing, international feature film, production design, live action short film, and then sound editing and sound mixing. Very well done there. So, wow, so I basically hit my exact limit. That worked out really well. Indeed. Well so there we go. So point apiece, and it is down to Ian. Okay, I will go potluck then. Potluck. Fantastic. I'm glad you went for this. There <laughs> are, we have mentioned um, patreon.com forward slash Mars Offside pod if you want to join the Slack. <laughs> And on the Slack, there are 14 topics that you can chat to all of us about. <laughs> These 14 oh, topics fuck. have titles. I would like as many of those 14 titles. Oh, and man. this one, I need it like pretty much Bang spot on. on. Yeah. Because oh, there's man. no reason. See, you why... guys made these. I don't even have admin access on our Slack. <laughs> no, but you're all in all of them. Yeah, I'm making my business to be in all of them. And the fact that I think half of them are created based on your request, Oscar. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. sure. Yeah, I came in and was like, you guys aren't doing a good job. Let's make more Slack (laughs) Joe. There we go. Not at all. I'm joking. You guys are doing amazing Ian Stimson, your opening bid. There are 14. Uh, I will go nine. I'm going to do an Ian. I don't give a fuck if it's cheating. I'm going to start writing stuff down. Ian's going nine straight off the bat. 
Fucking hell, Ian. Yeah. Nine? I, I regularly check in with the channels because I want to be in all of them. Yeah, me too. I mean, we're both obsessed with our phones. That's why we ended up on this podcast. <laughs> I need a pen that works so I can start writing things down. Oh, here he goes. Oh, I'm cheating fully because Ian, as I'm literally watching him write stuff down. Yeah, I, Ian's, already re- Ian's already finished his test. <laughs> yeah. He asked for more paper. He smashed that out. And you're still lo- sitting here looking for a pen, bruv. Ian, you're such a prick. I can't believe you went so high so early. Hey, come on. Uh, fuck it. Fine. I'm not. I mean, I can't just give it to you right away. So, what did you bid? Nine. Nine. I'll go ten. Fine. I I've got eleven. It's just where I've got them named perfectly. So yeah, I'll go eleven. Ooh. Damn it! I have ten written down. So oh 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 oh. Oscar, you going twelve? Oh, I just remembered one. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I'll go twelve. Oh. We're up to big boy shit now. Thirteen. So 13. if you want it, you got to do all of them. Yes, if you want it, Oscar. Fuck me. Come and claim him. All right, Ian, take it. Uh-huh. I can't name all 14, so take the 13, you prick. Damn it. I've got 12 written down, and I'm hoping that something comes to me. Okie dokie. Um, okay, FPL. Yes, FPL, Fantasy Premier League. Uh, nerdy nerd. Nerdy nerd, for all the nerdy goodness. <laughs> um, uh, a little bit of football. A little bit of football. And uh, last night, we were on a little bit of hand egg ball. <laughs> a little bit of hand egg ball. <laughs> yeah, baby. Four. Uh, I was hoping you would forget the ball at the end of that and just say a little bit of hand egg. No, no I enjoyed the title of that one. Yeah, that um, was good. Shout out Tom Townley. Yeah, I fell asleep during the second quarter. <laughs> but anyway. I fell asleep at halftime and I'm not even in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is... Uh, food, glorious food. Food, glorious food. Rocket League. Rocket League. <laughs> Burning out his shoes. Uh, whole, whole lot of nothing. Whole lot of nothing. I thought you'd go for that after a little bit of football. Yeah, I should have done actually. Yeah. yeah. But then yeah, a little yeah. bit of hand egg came to me. So <laughs> it was written under. Should we change that to a whole lot of nonsense? I forgot to change the intro. Nah. <laughs> Admin. Should I, should I change the intro back? Nah, fuck Please. it. It's fine. <laughs> uh, pod news. Pod news. News about the pod. Uh, isolation recommendation station. Yes, defunct because that's we hit, in there. Yeah, defunct yeah. because we hit the ten thousand message limit on the Slack, so there are zero messages now in that channel. Oh, really? There's nothing. Holy in there. shit! That was all before my time. I didn't even know that existed. You posted in it. It was literally your segment. You fucking knobhead. <laughs> no, man, I wasn't on Slack back then. Um, a relatively new one we've got. Uh, monies. Monies. Diamond hands. Rocket <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> Oh, buy that dog coin, buy that AMC, baby. I'm still holding Oosh. strong. <laughs> Questions for the pod. Questions for the pod. Two more um, to go, Stimson. Two more. Okay, there's pomegranate emojis only. Thank you very much, yes. <laughs> Damn it, I was hoping you would forget that one. I had that written down. No. Oh. Two one more. Well, more. two more in it. One more I need. Yeah. Um, Sock it to me. Yes! Yeah! Wait, have you got Socket to Me as... Have you got Socket to Me on your music board? Oh, yeah, I have actually, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There we go. You forgot. I know the one he forgot. Well, yeah, what what one? The last one. What is the last one? Bake Off Spoilers. Have to be Bake Off Spoilers, spoilers, of course. (laughs) 
Mr. Stimson, of course he doesn't care about Bake Off spoilers, so of course he doesn't fucking remember that the fucking Slack channel exists. That he, it was made for him and all of yeah. his rage. The reason that Bake Off spoilers Slack channel exists is because of you. I'm still not over it. I'm so mad. I'm still so mad. Both also mad with who won. That was so sad. Yeah. I might never watch that show again. I came in for one season, was just horrendously disappointed. <laughs> Listen, if I if I saved someone the 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 pain of watching Lottie go out by spoiling it on Twitter, I, I, no regrets, no regrets, no forgiveness. Right? Does that make the buffer five five five? Yes, it does, Ian. That was a phenomenal week because I don't feel like I was off my game. No, I wrote down thirteen of these. I crushed Dinosaurus. the Oscars thing. Dinosaurus. You said dinosaurus. <laughs> I didn't say dinosaurus. I literally didn't. <laughs> you said dinosaurus. Shout out to uh, Big Van Dam San Danby as well for coming up with that um, category that was literally right in front of all of our faces. Um, I demand a recount. <laughs> Campisaurus should count. No. What, what was the actual name? Campithotanodon? Uh, like, reverse this situation, Oscar. If I'd have just said a vague a pointing a vague n- noise at the, at the dinosaur you would never have let it go <laughs> uh for you ian i think so but if it had been chuck absolutely not so that's fair <laughs> i'm just honestly if it was you hosting that category you would have given me the point for compy <laughs> yeah, that's because i'm just because that's what they call him in the movie i don't know the fucking touch. scientific name they just call him copies i'm a soft touch oh i'm a sore loser okay fuck off <laughs> Deal with it. Five, five, five. We're all drawing. We're all mediocre. No, um, we're all great. Okay. Even Stevens. Um, so, yeah, there we go. Oscar's turn to host next week. I'll just remind you about that, Oscar. Yeah, I already have the categories. The Patreons have been phenomenal in providing really, really unbelievably hard categories. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, good. That makes for good listening. Uh, so, FA Cup fixtures are this week. Keep an eye on those for whatever FBL connotations there are. And the next game, we've actually got a week's break. It's not football. All the football. All the time. Watch it. It's going to move. And Saturday, 13th of February, we start off with Leicester versus Liverpool. Uh, then we've got Palace, Burnley, Man City, Spurs, and Brigton, Aston Villa. Um, <laughs> move on to Sunday, the dog shit derby, uh, Southampton versus Wolves, West Brom, Man United, <laughs> Arsenal, Leeds, Everton, and Fulham. Then West Ham, Sheffield United, Chelsea, Newcastle. Steve Bruce putting on a clinic there. Tactics. <laughs> um, then the doubles feature on... Uh, Wednesday, the 17th of February, Burnley versus Fulham and Everton versus Man City. So, yeah, some interesting ones in there, some good balance, uh, like some bad ones, standard, really. Yeah, another battle of the Uniteds. This one's for all the Uniteds. There's, see, it feels like there's one every weekend, pretty much. Probably, yeah. <laughs> you said that. There's only, like, three, four. Uh, West Ham, Newcastle. Wait, no, West Ham United? West Ham, Newcastle, Leeds, Man United, Sheffield. United. <laughs> even when he's even when he's referencing that they're United, he can't bring himself yeah, he to play. He just said Sheffield. Sheffield. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere in the dis somewhere in the distance you can hear Dave Matteo die a little inside every time yeah. he doesn't specify United. Yeah. One of our most staunch supporters is a Sheffield Wednesday fan and you do that all the fucking time. In Australia, manscaped.com slash uh, mop twenty for the code for Australia, available in Australia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Remember, gents, as well, get it in quick because it's Valentine's Day this Sunday. This Sunday! Um, so, you know, be nice. Shave your balls. Um, yeah. Or treat yourself, you know. Um, or treat your partner. If they have a hairy bush and you need to clean it up as a little message, like, hey, it's Valentine's Day, you know, 
maybe uh, maybe clean up down there a little bit and we could... Probably don't write that on the card. Yeah. Probably don't write that on the card. I yeah. don't know. If I got a card that said shave your balls and we'll do a sex, I'd be like, oh, hey, okay, I'll go shave my balls. Give me five minutes. <laughs> okay. I'll be right back. There we go. Start the music. There we go. I'll shave my balls and we'll do a sex. <laughs> That's the episode title, Shave Your Balls and Do a Sex. <laughs> He's... He shaved his ball specifically, so say goodbye, Ian Trimson. <laughs> goodbye. Oscar Puente. Campisaurus. And it is goodbye from me. Thanks to Nate Whittam, producer, girlfriend haver. I'm going to say it again, defender of the realm. Soldier of fortune. And man of honour. for hire. Check, you're a bastard. I can't believe you didn't give me compi. Genuinely.